about this, um, what seemed like a kind of incredibly ambitious dream to uh, develop rockets that are actually reusable. Uh, and you've only gone and done it. Yeah. I mean, talk us, Finally, talk yeah. us through this. What, what, what are we looking at here? Yeah, so this is uh, one of our rocket boosters coming back uh, from very, very high, very high and fast in space. So it just delivered the, the upper stage at, at high velocity. I think this may have been sort of a Mach 7 or so delivery of the, of the upper stage. Um, yeah. <laughs> So that was that was that was a sped up. That's the slowed down version. Yeah. That, no. <laughs> that was that, uh, that was the sped up version. But I mean, that's 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 amazing. You, and several of these failed before you finally figured out yeah. how, how to how to get get to do it. But now you've landed. You've done this what, five or six times. I think we're on eight eight or nine eight, or something. Eight, yeah. yeah. And uh, for the first time, you've actually reflown one of the yeah. rockets that landed. So so, so we landed. Yeah, we landed the rocket booster um, and then prepped it for flight again and flew it, flew it again. So it's the it's the first reflight of uh, of, of an orbital booster where, where that reflight is relevant. So it's important to, to appreciate that reusability is only relevant if it is rapid, um, rapid and complete. Right. Uh, so like an aircraft or a car, uh, the, the reusability is rapid and complete. Uh, you do not send your aircraft into to, to Boeing in between flights. Right. Um, so, so this is allowing you to dream of this, this really ambitious idea of, of sending like, many, many, many people to Mars yeah. in what, in 10 or 20 years, 20 years time, I guess, yeah. in the next 20 years. And you've designed this outrageous uh, rocket to do it. Give, help us understand the scale of this thing. Well, I think visually you can see that um, person. Yeah, that's the vehicle. <laughs> so if that, if that was a skyscraper, that's like a 40, did I read that? 40 stories? Yeah, a little, maybe a little more, yeah. The, yeah, the, 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 the thrust level of this is really, um, um, this configuration is about four times the thrust of, a, of the Saturn V moon rocket. Um, four or, times the thrust of the biggest rocket humanity ever created before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, in as one does. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, in, in units of 747, like a 747 is only about a quarter, a quarter million pounds of thrust. So that that's so there are um, for every 10 million pounds of thrust, there's 47, 47. So this this would be the thrust equivalent of 100, 127.47s with all engines blazing. And so even even with a machine designed to escape uh, gravity. I think you told me last, last night, this thing could actually take a fully loaded 747, people, cargo, everything, into, yeah. into, into orbit. Exactly. This, this can take a fully loaded 747 with, with maximum fuel, maximum passengers, um, maximum cargo on the 747. This can take it as cargo. <laughs> so, so, so based on this, you, you uh, presented um, recently this interplanetary transport system, which... Um, um, is visualized this way, and this is a yeah. scene you picture what in, in I mean, 30 years time, 20 years time. I, people walking into this this rocket. I mean, I'm hopeful it's sort of in the eight, eight, eight to ten year time frame. Aspirationally, that's our target. Our internal targets are more aggressive, but I think, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So well, this, this vehicle this seems thing's... quite large, and is large by comparison with other rockets. I think. Um, the, the, the future spacecraft will be will make this look like a, a rowboat. I mean, this is 
the, the, the future spaceships will be truly enormous. Um, why, why, Elon? Because like, why do we need to build a city on Mars with a million people on it in your lifetime? Which I, I think is kind of what you've said you'd love to do. Yeah, I think it's important to have um, a future that is inspiring and appealing. I mean, I, I just think that there, like, there have to be reasons that you get up in the morning and you want to live. Like, why do you want to live? What, what's the point? What, what inspires you? What, what do you love about the future? And if, if we're not out there, if the future does not include being out there among the stars uh, and being a multi-planet species, I find that it's incredibly depressing if that's not the future that we're going to have. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. People, people want to position this as an either-or, that, that um, there, are so, there are so many desperate things happening on the planet now from climate to poverty to, you know, you pick, you pick your issue. Um, and and, and this, this, this feels like a distraction. You're, you're, you shouldn't be thinking about this. You should be solving what's, what's here and now. And to be fair, you've, you've done a fair old bit to actually do that with, with your, you know, work, work on sustainable energy. But wh- why not just do that? Well, I, I think there's... I, think I look at the future from a standpoint of... of the probabilities, it's like, it's like a branching stream of probabilities. And there are actions that we can take that affect those probabilities. Um, or that accelerate one thing or slow down another thing. I make, you know, introduce something new to the probability stream. Um, sustainable energy will happen no matter what. If there was no Tesla, Tesla never, never existed, it, it would have to happen out of necessity. It's tautological. Um, if, you, until you, if you don't have sustainable energy, it means you have unsustainable energy. Eventually you'll run out um, and the, the, the uh, laws of economics will drive, uh, it will drive civilization towards sustainable energy, inevitably. The, 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 the fundamental value of a company like Tesla is the degree to which it, it accelerates the advent of sustainable energy uh, faster than it would otherwise occur. Mm. Um, so when I think, like, what is the fundamental good of coming like Tesla, um, I, I would say hopefully it does, if, if, it, uh, if it accelerated that by a decade, potentially more than a decade, that would be quite a good thing to occur. That's what I consider to be the, 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 the fundamental sort of aspirational good of, of Tesla. Um, then there's becoming a multi-planet species in space-faring civilization. This is not inevitable. It's very important to appreciate this is not inevitable. The sustainable energy future, I think, is largely inevitable. Uh, but being space-brain civilization is definitely not inevitable. 
if you look at the, at the, the progress in space, in 1969, we were able to send somebody to the moon. 1969. Mm. Um, then we had the, the space shuttle. The space shuttle could only take people to low Earth orbit. Mm. Then the space shuttle retired, and the United States could take no one to orbit. So that's the trend. The trend is like down to nothing. This is not... People are mistaken when they think that technology just automatically improves. It does not automatically improve. It only improves if a lot of people work very hard to make it better. And actually, it will, I think, it by itself degrade, actually. Mm -hmm. You look at great civilizations like ancient Egypt, and they were able to make the pyramids, and they forgot how to do that. Mm. And the Romans, they built these incredible aqueducts. They forgot how to do it. You know, it almost seems, you know, listening to you and look at the different things you've done, that you've got this, this unique double motivation on everything that I find so interesting. Um, we, we, you know, which is, one is this um, desire to work for humanity's long-term good. The other is this desire to do something exciting. And it's, it's often... It feels like you, you feel like you need the one to drive the other. With, with Tesla, you want to have sustainable energy, so you make these super ex sexy, exciting cars to do it. You know, solar energy, we need to get there, so we need to make these beautiful roofs. We haven't even spoken about your newest thing, which we don't even have time to do, but you want to save humanity from bad AI, and so you're going to create this really cool brain-machine interface to give us all infinite memory and telepathy and so forth. Um, and on, on Mars, it feels like what you're saying is, yeah, we need, we need to save humanity and have a, have a backup plan, but also we need to inspire humanity. And, and, yeah. and, and, and this, is, this is a way to inspire. I think, I think the, the, the value of beauty and inspiration is, is very much underrated, no question. Um, but I want to be clear. I, I'm not trying to be anyone's savior. Uh, that is not the... I'm just trying to think about the future and not be sad. Beautiful statement. I think everyone here would agree that it is not, none of this is going to happen inevitably. The fact that in your mind you dream this stuff, you dream stuff that no one else would, would dare dream, or, or no one else would be capable of <laughs> dreaming at the level of complexity um, yeah. that you do. The fact that you do that, Elon Musk, is a really remarkable thing. Thank you for helping us all to dream a bit yeah. bigger. You'll tell me if it ever starts getting genuinely insane, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you. That was, that was really, really fantastic. That was really fantastic. Thanks, guys.